You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. We're back, and we are fired up for this season of the Flame Central Podcast. Liberty Football Week 1 at Southern Miss. We have so much to cover. There's a new starting quarterback on the mountain, just in case you've been sleeping under a rock. Also, Jack Curtis, the co-defensive coordinator. We have him in studio to talk about the high expectations of this defense and the Flames fantasy draft. Yeah, you know the thing that we do where Matt and Joe make up all the rules as the season goes along. We're having that third annual draft later in the show. Let's get it started, baby. Hello, football. Is that you? <laughs> oh, perfect. Because the Flames, you know, Central Podcast is here to answer. You almost the forgot call. the name of our podcast. I almost said Flames <laughs> it's Fantasy been, Draft. It's been so long <laughs> since we we've had this that See, yeah, whole summer it, off. I know this is what happens when you give yeah. someone time off. Right. You start to get beach, sloppy. Yeah, still at the beach. Yeah. No, I. I am really excited. Yeah. I just was saying the Flames fantasy draft, yeah. which we're not going to do until later it's in the podcast. Up. We have a lot going on yeah. today. We have co-defensive coordinator, safeties coach Curtis, Jack Curtis coming yeah. on the call with us. So it should be a lot of fun here. We are going to break down this Liberty football team yeah. and what to expect this season. Little different going yeah. into this year without Malik Willis, who's balling out. How about like how? Can we just take a second? You know, solid. we were talking right. earlier today, like the most anxious man in America might be Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, the thing, if you want to go on a little Malik Willis. Yeah, let's yeah. talk yeah. about Malik. The thing you can say about the throw, the under the, uh-huh, under the arm throw, arm, yeah. the running end. Yeah. Here's what the greatest indicator of Malik Willis is, yeah. is when he went on the long, long run. Yeah. All five offensive linemen were the first people down there to congratulate mm. him. That shows leadership. That shows trust. That shows these yeah. guys are excited about him. Uh, they're behind him. And so he, he's not yeah. only doing good things in the game. He's doing good things in the locker room. Mm-hmm. He's doing good things at practice. So you can start to feel that sense of belief that there is a Malik Willis. Yeah, yeah you saw him on the sidelines yeah. of that last game, like really coaching up his his teammates That's and stuff. Fun. I'm not saying he didn't. We didn't see that here because we did, but it just seeing him already do that at the next level has been really cool and just like, I mean, he's improved so much. Yeah. It's so, really hard to keep him off the field if Tannehill has a little hiccup. I feel like some yeah. other NFL teams are starting to, you know. Kick oh, themselves a yeah, little bit. Yeah, kick themselves a little bit for that. But I think that that's the chip that uh, Malik needed on his shoulder. Okay. Back to Liberty yeah, football. Yeah. Replacing Malik Willis, this was probably the biggest storyline yeah. going into fall camp, is who is going to replace him under center. And there was a what we thought was a tight battle. We won't really know. Um, he, you know, Charlie Brewer obviously getting called the, the new starting quarterback. But I don't know. It, was it a tight race? Do you think it was a no-brainer that, that Charlie won the job? Uh, I thought it was a tight race, yeah. and then the last scrimmage seemed to let itself let it play itself mm-hmm. out. But yeah. you know, it, Liberty's in a in a unique situation. I think offensively this year is that you know Charlie's been at Baylor, he's been yeah. at Utah, he's you know had some concussion issues along the way. Um, that's no secret. And so the offensive line, you know, ultimately, that's, I think that's what this year is going to come down to. It's always great to start the preseason talking about who the quarterback is, who the transfer running back, yeah. new transfer running backs, the receivers. But the bottom line is Liberty's offensive line last year struggled. Yeah. And they weren't, you know, a great guy like Malik Willis had a, 
had a, in a ways, not a great second half of the season just because of so much that had to do with the offensive line struggles. And so is that O-line, how that O-line plays, I think is going to dictate a lot of Charlie's success or not success and and what, what you're going to have to do then at that point. Go back to to maybe a more athletic mobile quarterback in order. But if the offensive line plays well, I think Charlie plays well. I think one thing that will help, they'll help each other in this, in that I think he's going to get the ball out quick. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons he separated himself yeah. was just the decisiveness at that position. Uh, as great as Malik Willis was, we all said there were times he held on to the ball too long and tried mm -hmm. to do yeah. too much. Make a play, just get it out. Take the guy at five yards that's there instead of trying to make that big play down the field, which sometimes then led to the pressures and all of those things. So I think him being decisive, getting the ball out quick, there's no lack of weapons. Like yeah. you talk about this team, you talk. We've talked about you know the receiving court. You add a C.J. Yarbrough, you add a Caleb Sneed. Suddenly you're a lot more. You're a lot bigger. You're more physical. You got some playmakers on the outside. Demario Douglas is still an absolute stud. So you have the weapons there. You just need him to get it out, get it in their hands. And Hugh Freeze, you know, we've all talked about how how much of an offensive genius he's been throughout his career. His teams always score points. I think just having a guy that's decisive, that gets it out, out of his hand quickly, it helps the O-line, and it'll help get this offense going quickly, uh, hopefully week one against Southern Miss. Yeah, and then some guys in the backfield, you, you know, you got Shadro Lewis, TJ Green, yeah. and then adding Hawaii transfer, Day-Day Hunter. Yeah. What have you seen from Data? I mean, he just, yeah. I mean, from his press conference, let's just take a second to talk about that. He's, <laughs> he's talking about waterfalls. Yeah. He's talking about the price I mean, of milk in Hawaii. You know, the, the cheap milk <laughs> here was a big factor. Yeah. And, you know, one of the best parts of coming to Liberty is the cheap milk. Yeah. So yeah, I love how he's like, you know, I'm not trying to be mean, but I just knew my last, you know, few days in Hawaii. I just woke up and I'm going to, I'm going to go somewhere and it's going to be uglier than this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. I think, from him watching him you know just briefly in, in practice is is his explosiveness through the hole yeah. I, I think he's got another burst uh you know tj green so there's some yeah. backs there that, all three of those guys can take all it three the of those guys take distance and and you need you'd have to have depth of that position yeah. obviously because yeah. uh because it's a long season running backs have a tendency to get beat up but you know you go back to hugh free sort of you know genius offensively is i think this a big part of this season in order to use those weapons on the outside is they're gonna have to run the ball more effectively you know last year he got a point like hey we got yeah. a point maybe maybe we just give the ball malik willis and let him do what he's got to do and throw it all the time but you're gonna have to commit to run the ball more effectively if you're able to do that and start bringing more bodies into the box because you're running it well now the caleb's needs the demario douglas is the DJ Stubbs. Oh, he's, he's gone. He's Stubbs. You're still loving Stubbs. I'm still loving Stubbs. D D yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. DJ's Stubbs. gone. So, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, he's gone. Yeah. Stubbs. So those guys. Sloppy. Yeah, Give them time sloppy. off. Right. Yeah, they get right. sloppy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but those guys are going to have a, a lot more opportunity. Yeah. You know, I don't know, JV and Lofton, is there any, yeah, is he, yeah. is he, he how's he, 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 up? I don't know what he was doing, but he ran out, he must have like taken a bathroom break and he like runs over and coach was like, JV, where have you been? I've missed you. I yeah. need you. And it was like one play he missed, yeah. but it was just, you can tell he's coach the, freeze really likes well, him. He's, he's got big catches. If he can stay healthy, we've, you know, yeah. every, every camp we hear people say, oh, JV and Lofton, watch out for this kid. And of course, you know, he had a touchdown grab in the first game against Campbell last year, injured himself on that play. Mm -hmm. Like if you can keep him healthy. Yeah. He's the guy that you kind of forget about just because he hasn't always been available but another weapon in the past game and I'll say this too about the run game and you mentioned a little bit of injury history with Charlie Brewer and that's true and I don't think they'll put him in a lot of design maybe runs I wouldn't think but he's also run for over a thousand yards in he's career. not afraid <laughs> he ran for 11 touchdowns in one season at Baylor so he is athletic 
you don't probably want to ask him to do that, you know, on purpose, but he's athletic enough to create with his legs if he needs to. He's not going to be Malik. Nobody is. You know, he's the best runner in all of college football. But that is an added dimension that maybe you don't think about or Flames fans haven't seen yet from Charlie Brewer. We'll talk with Coach Curtis in just a moment. But first, I just want to to talk, speak to the depth on this team, on really both sides of the ball. How much do you think that gives a football team an edge going into the season? Yeah, I mean, you're able to recruit more depth. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that helps a lot. Once again, back to the offensive line, how good that offensive line be. But you look around and you say, okay, if you can play well and have some depth on the offensive line, you have depth. There's four scholarship quarterbacks. I mean, yeah. even if, if if Charlie was to struggle, there's all there's other guys that are really good that can come in. You got depth at the running back position. Then you add the Caleb Sneed, uh, um, Yarborough back. Yarborough's yeah. come back. You know, you know, a Frith is back. Yeah. You know, you've got some. You got some great depth at the wide receiver position. So, and then on the on the other side of the ball, defensively, you have depth in the secondary. There's finally some good depth on the defensive line. Uh, the front four, I think, is going to be really, really good. Uh, there's some athletic, a lot more athleticism at the linebacker position. Yeah. So, you know, overall, the depth is. And, and once again, now as you increase the schedule and the level of competition within the schedule, you have to have that depth because you can't just get up for one game. Like, hey, we're playing Virginia Tech this year. We got to get healthy for that one game. We'll play that one. Now it's Arkansas. Right. Now it's it's Wake Forest. Now it's Virginia Tech. Now it's BYU. So, in order to survive the length of a season, especially with young players, you have to have that down. And not to mention sleeping on, you know, the Southern Miss, the UAB. It's not like it's just a cupcake schedule other than those four Power Five games. One other guy I want to mention because he's actually listed. You're looking at your uh, your depth chart that just came out as a starter, Caleb Coleman. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's talk about Caleb Coleman for a second. So Caleb Coleman, we go back, I was looking, in 2018, his retro freshman year, he had 11 catches, 126 yards. And you and I at the time were like, Maybe this is the heir apparent to AGG, yes. you know, big body yeah. receiver. Yeah. Since 18, he's only had six receptions. Yeah. He has just battled injury. Another guy that's just really fought to stay healthy. But I'll tell you, every practice I've been to, he is making, he has made a play. And he's made a standout catches. play. You see him listed. Now, again, take the first depth chart of the season with a grain of salt, right? You know, never know how truthful coaches are being with that. But to see him there... As a starter, just tells you, I think, at least something about the way he's played in camp and maybe what coaches are thinking are, about are, him. Are you speaking early to potentially See, your fantasy No, 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 no. I'm this not giving anything away. Not giving away. But I just I'm happy for him, Flames man. Nation, yeah. This is exactly what Matt Warner does. Yeah. And he's trying to get yeah. in our heads of, right. like, is he going to take Coleman in his first pick of the yeah. Flames? Yeah. I, I'd draft? build up value of guys it's, it's that maybe you'll take so it's I can take somebody else. It's all just, like, mind games. To add on that is the fact that they brought in transfer Caleb Sneed, who I think athletically yeah. uh, is a Division II All-American at yeah. Campbell. He played here against Liberty and played yeah. really, I mean, one or two touchdowns yeah. in that game. Yeah. Played really well. Uh, I think that athletically he he is the best amongst those wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And for to see a guy like Caleb Coleman to come in and be ahead of him yeah. on the depth chart, I, that says a lot yeah. for Caleb Coleman, what type of, foot, what type of camp he's had and, and, and hopefully great season that yeah. he does have. We've talked a lot of offense, which we typically do yeah. with Hugh Freeze, you know, and his offensive yeah. mind. But Coach Freeze has said in multiple press conferences that – the identity of this team might be the defense, and we've seen that in some of the scrimmages and just some of the pure athletes on the defensive side of the ball. But before we talk a little bit more about that, let's go to our interview with co-defensive coordinator Jack Curtis. Coach, thanks for being here. First time in the Flame Central podcast. Very, very first time. Excited yeah, to be here. Excited to have you and really excited about what this defense is projected to do this season. Coach Free saying, you know, that's the identity of this team, so that has to be some pretty big, you know, 
expectations going into the season for it your is, side of the ball. It, you know, we played good defense. They have yeah. the last several years. So, you know, everybody says, well, how are we going to be? I'm, I'm hoping we can fill the shoes that from last year and the year before. Because um, if you look at statistically, I mean, they were ranked very, very high. It's hard to improve on that. Uh, schedule's tough. You know, you got a lot of different things. It's a new team. It's a new scheme. So, you know. You got to find your niche as the year goes on. You said that it seems like the Liberty defense has been underrated. You know, last year, your, your first year here, even before that, they had statistically been very good. Right. But people think Hugh Freeze, they think offense. Mm -hmm. Do you kind of like, though, being in that where it's like, listen, people are always looking on the other side of the ball, and you guys can just kind of take care of your business, and you don't have to worry about all the, the high expectations from the outside, maybe. Yeah, I like an offense that scores a lot of points. Right. So right, I'm not, yeah, yeah. you know, we just I, I pull for them. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, you really got to play um, team football nowadays, yeah. and and offenses have got to match defensive. You know, they got to do their deal, but it's it's a total team effort now, and you know, it can't be so one sided. Mm. I think like teams like Alabama from years ago were so one sided, and the game caught up to it. Yeah. And you know, even you know people like Nick Saban, they had to change what they're doing offensively. People score points now. And uh, so, you know, 13 points doesn't win you many games anymore. You got to score in the 20s, 30s to win the games. Yeah. What? Uh, <clears throat> this don't don't score too quickly though, right? Coach? Yeah. Score more. <laughs> yeah. I'd say score more, yeah. score more slower. Score more slower down That's right. on some of those scores. Right. What, what do you with with a lot of guys lost from last year and and uh, not returning a whole bunch of stars? But you, you know, obviously been recruiting a lot of talent here lately and yeah. and developing players. What do you what's what's what do you expect defensive philosophy wise from from Liberty this year? Well, we're we're pretty multiple. We're going to be able to do a lot of different things, and um, I think can give some offensive trouble from not getting them the same look. I think we're more multiple than what we have been in the years past here. So you know that does concern me. You know, you we played good defense, and you didn't do that much, and now we're doing more. I hope it. You know, I hope we play well you yeah. know I, the things and especially in these early ball games you don't want to lose a game and um, it's it's hard to win most people lose the first game by not playing well doing making critical errors at critical times and that sort of thing so that's what you got to prevent if you just uh don't worry so much about what your opponent does and you worry more about yourself right. and the defense that you're doing then you usually are all right in those first few games so we went to go pick up Coach Curtis. I'm like, hey, you guys ready for yeah, game yeah, one? Like, yeah. fire it up. He's like, no. I don't think I've <laughs> ever gone into the first game thinking that we're ready. But no. do you think that that's just like you being the type of coach that you just want everything lined up perfect, but there'll yeah. never be enough time? I'm sure if you ask the players, yeah, they're ready. Yeah, right. you know. Right. But in coaching, you feel like you never get there. It's a journey, and then you never can get the perfect uh, you know, plays and stuff. So you keep working, keep working, and, and you really do realize, hey, I'm never going to get there, so let's – Let's go ahead and roll the ball out and get started. But yeah. uh, it's always that first ball game you're, you're antsy about how are you going to respond in situations. But what about your emotions and some of these feelings that you're feeling going into game one of this young college football season? Is it the same? However many years ago, I don't want to eat, yeah. you know. I'm not trying think, to tell uh, people how long you've been doing this, is, this, Coach. I uh, think 33 or 34 years. <laughs> wow. And so, yeah, you it's it, it never leaves the uneasiness, no. you know. Mm -hmm. And you, you worry about everything. And um, I don't know. It, it's it's a it's a sickening feeling for about three hours during the game until it's over <laughs> with. And then when it's over with, you're not. If you win, you're really not even happy. You won. You're just glad it's over with. Yeah. You know, and you get on to a the relief. next one. It is a back. it is a relief. Yeah. You keep coming. It's back. like a roller coaster. You know, you, when you're on it, you can't wait to get off. And then when you're done with it, you're ready to get back on it yeah. again. It's like you know. <laughs>
<laughs> well, you faced in, you know Southern Miss here in week right. one, mm-hmm. and you're facing a guy in Sam Gregg, offensive coordinator, who Liberty fans know well. Right. You know from last year, right. his time here. Is there a level of familiarity? Do you I, I, take me into how that that connection maybe can benefit, or or does it you just throw out the window and, and nothing matters from your time together last well, year? Well, they not only do they have Sam Gregg, their head coach Will Hall and I are really good friends. He was the offensive coordinator and I was the defensive coordinator at Tulane. Oh, yeah. So we've known each other a real long time. Several guys on their staff, Jordy Joseph is their running back coach. He was with us at Tulane. A guy named Mark Kreiner is our linebacker. I got a lot of friends on this. So you got all the answers. Yeah, well, I don't. That's what I'm hearing. We know each other too well, so I don't know if any of that's going to really make that big a difference. Is who's going to be able to execute and you know make the fewest mistakes? I think will win the win the ball game, and especially in these early ones, that's usually the case. Is there? And you've done this a long time. You said, can there be a tendency sometimes when you you're going up against somebody that you think knows you well to try to do too much? Just because of that, like, is there? Can you overthink it sometimes? You, you certainly can. You can overthink it, and it's, and it's not so much what they know; it's what the players can know. Mm-hmm. As coaches, you know, we make the mistake many a times. Like, you know, we know a lot, but how much can we, you know, get over to the players? Yeah. How mm-hmm. much can they respond to what you're trying to get done? So don't don't make it too complicated, especially early. Just try to settle in and play. Coach, with with, with two defensive end studs like uh, Treshawn Clark and Darrell Johnson. And, you know, I was looking back at statistics with Southern Miss. You know, that's a team that threw 356 passes last year, but on 106 of those attempts, the quarterback was either sacked or he was hurried. Do you feel as if you guys can take your front four in this game and be able to get pressure on the quarterback and be able to not have to bring as much pressure? Uh, what is your, with, you know, obviously without giving away the game plan, what is your overall, maybe from a season perspective, do you feel as if you're good enough up front to play really good defense by being able to get a pass rush with your front four with the guys that you have? Well, when you can do that, and you're, you're winning on defense. Right. If you don't have to send more than four. And, uh, you know, you're right about they did struggle. They struggled with quarterback injuries last year. I think they went through four. Yeah. at least four quarterbacks, and some of them weren't, weren't really even quarterbacks. They were guys, running backs. They had to move to quarterback and try to survive because of injury. Um, I'm sure Sam will get those guys in uh, great shape on the old line. Uh, but you're right. I mean, that's the, our game plan. I mean, it's, it's no secret. We can yeah. get pressure with four in those passing situations. And then it's a chess game. Makes that second look a lot better and you get pressure. Four. Well, that's right. And then <laughs> let them make the mistakes. And then, you, But we're going to have to – defend the quarterback draws in the screen game i'm sure they're going to try to do something to slow those guys down because sam's very well aware of those edge guys and how well they can put pressure on the quarterback so i would think they're going to try to early in the game see if they can slow us down by screens and draws and that sort of thing and maybe take a little bit of um, that pressure off the you know old line from having to protect Right. Tell me a little bit about Mike Smith Jr. because we hear rave reviews about him playing that Mike linebacker position listed as a starter this yep. week. What what have you seen from him, and and what kind of does he bring a leadership component? You need a lot out of that position, kind of in the middle of that defense. Yeah, he's uh, you know, he's from Mississippi. Yeah, um, just just north of Jackson, he played uh, JUCO ball maybe forty minutes from Hattiesburg. Yeah. So yeah. this, this is going home for yeah. him. I'm sure he's. Asking guys for tickets right now, and he'll have a big family there, and uh, I'm sure they're excited to see him play. But he's been fantastic. Um, he's an older guy, a more mature guy. We really needed that help in the linebacker mm-hmm. position, so he's provided all those things. And I think I would say he's exceeded our expectations of him so far in where we thought he could be at this point in time. It's not an easy transition going from junior college into, you know, and uh, you know, four-year school and 
especially with doing all the multiplicity that we're doing now. So, uh, yeah, been very, very pleased with him. Uh, he's got a great voice out there on the field and leads guys in the right way. Speaking of a great voice on the field, Scruggs, you know, having the yeah, general the out general. there, what's it like for you as a coach to have a leader? Such a natural yeah, leader. Yeah, it's uh, getting uh, – I, I worry about when he's not there, right. you know, when he's going to leave one day. <laughs> he's been there yeah. for a while and yeah. he's been playing a lot of football. Uh, just fantastic. I don't know if anybody ever thought when they signed Scruggs here that so many years ago that he was going to be the player he is and as smart as he is. And he he plays so fast because he can anticipate. He's He's uh, – you know, I've been doing it a while, and he may be one of the smartest guys I've ever wow. coached. He needs to go into coaching once his playing wow. days are over with, and I hope he does. Um, yeah, but he's been fantastic, and he's a pleasure to each and every day to go to practice because he makes your job a lot easier. Right, and I just love watching him at practice. You can see the other guys are just yeah. drawn well, to him. And he's uh, got a bubbling personality, right. and yeah. it's not – I don't know if I've ever seen him down since I've been here. Yeah. You know, he never has a bad day. Wonderful smile about him and just – you know, it's, it's it's fun to be around him, and that's uh, that's he's contagious, mm -hmm. and I think he lifts everybody else up, you know, as well, and the players with, that are around him. With that being said, is that one of the reasons why you feel as if your defense is be able to come more multiple to be able to put more stuff in, just because you have him back there as the general, sure, uh, leading things? It gives you a level of confidence. Yes, uh, he'll see things so quickly, and he, you're right. He he can get people lined up, and uh, if it's you know, some people, they have to be able to see it in practice. If they hadn't seen it in practice, it's totally new to them. He does a great job of understanding concepts and what's, you know, if it's not something that's been perfectly shown before him in film, he can adjust to it and adapt, uh, which is uh, which is great. You know, the, that leadership, that experience, are, you know, you can't, um, you can't replace it. That's why those, um, I think the teams that are older, that are playing with four and five year uh, or fourth and fifth year seniors, those are the teams that win. You know, it's hard to get it when they're freshmen or sophomores. It's just so much football to learn. And I always tell them it's such a it's such a journey that you take, and you really never get there. You're always learning. I've been doing. I tell them I've been doing it for 34 years on defense, and every day I think I still learn. I'm able to learn something. Yeah. One full season on the mountain going into your second as, you know, prom promoted as the co-defensive coordinator. What's it like with uh, you and Aldridge? Is it is it, what's your relationship like having a younger guy, but but sharing that? Oh, that and Josh is great. And I just want everybody to know if, if um, you know, if it goes bad, it's his fault. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. good. Let's get that out there right now. Just so everybody's clear. Yeah, no, I be, knew you guys be, had some be sort be of have a, a wonderful relationship. <laughs> I tell you, you know, he is young, and uh, but he's uh, very, very bright. And uh, I wish I was as smart as he is because he get, he gets it so quickly. I think it's a good combination. He, he's uh, really smart. He's very energetic. Um, and then I think, you know, with some experience that I have, or you can say my old age, one way or however you want to say it, it's a pretty good combination. So uh, we kind of work off each other and, and run things by each other. It's, see what we think is going to be best, and uh, everything's been great. So I, I've done this before. I've been a co-coordinator before, and it's, um, you know, if you have really big egos, and you, that that's that's a problem. Yeah. But if you don't really care who gets the credit, I say this all the time, and when you win, there's enough glory to go around for everybody. Mm. And it's uh, so, yeah, we've, we've had a lot of fun doing this together. All right, I promise we'll let you go okay. soon, but not yet. One guy Flames Nation needs to keep an eye out for this season. Maybe that's surprised that you. That might be surprised. 
You know, I don't know if it would be that big a surprise. He's played here a bunch, uh, but Stephen Sings, he's mm. fantastic okay. football player. Uh, his ceiling is really high. He's tough. He's physical. Um, I can't wait to watch him play. I think yeah. he's going to be one of the, one of our best. And uh, you know, so that even um, adds that depth that, that the edge players are coming off the edge. Stephen plays there, and he's he's been fantastic. And not only do we love him as player uh, coaches, but the players absolutely love him. Everything Steve does, is he's, he's he's fantastic. So he's a great one. I think he's going to have a, a banner season. Yeah. Uh, last thing for me, we've heard rave reviews from multiple people about your Cajun, Cajun cooking. cooking ability. Yes. What's your go-to? What's your go-to dish? Because literally, <laughs> well, I'm going to drop all my stuff here. Literally, <laughs> like, got you got you all fired up. I know. Up. I know. This yeah, is what I've been waiting excited. for. Uh, we've had, we had uh, Brylan Green's folks yeah. have talked to me about, like, we've had all these people that have, have been like, oh, well, did you hear? He yeah. can cook a little yeah. bit. What's what's your go-to dish? That's funny. I mean, uh, you talk about Brylan. We had him over to the house and his mom, and uh, his mom's fantastic Yeah, cook, yeah, too. that's what I So I was, I, was, I was telling Brian when she comes up, we're going to do it together and we'll cook for the safeties. But I guess, uh, you know, my go-to would be the, the shrimp etouffee. Okay. Oh. We, do, we do that quite a bit. Um, Matt loves his shrimp. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I do. I do. Fancy. I do. Yeah, yeah, that, to, but I, I try to do yeah. a little bit of everything. All you right. know, uh, I lived in Louis. Uh, my gumbo. I like my gumbo. Now. <laughs> I like it. It's uh, was yeah. uh, it always run that good gumbo. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but I, I love. Bobby I do Boucher love to shake yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. I do love to cook. I, yeah. I lived in the state of Louisiana for 13 years, wow. and um, you know everybody says, "Well, what do you, you miss anything?" I I don't miss much being here, you know. Yeah. But I do miss the food, so mm. uh, we try to. We try to cook. It sounds like you're doing a good job. And I'm the only one that cooks. And my wife, I came home yesterday, and we were having <laughs> red beans and rice. Yeah, I, got, right. I cooked the red beans yeah. and rice. I, she says, well, I'll put the rice on. She can't cook rice. <laughs> I, hey. She's throwing her under the bus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. There's a lot she of She got so mad at me. Right. She got so mad at me. But I said, to cook rice? Yeah. yeah. To yeah. her defense, I, I feel like I can cook quite a few things rice is difficult <laughs> like it, it is that you have to get go that far okay. just, uh, I know you're trying to yeah. defend the yeah. defender's wife right yeah. now but yeah. let's not go that yeah. far do you have anything else Joe? no I look forward to watching yeah. watching defense play I, I love defense love watching you guys play you know over the last few years here and uh, it's just great seeing the level of talent continue to improve and yeah. the intensity in which they play and and so it's, it we're excited about it. tough schedule but you know facing tough. good offenses but one at a time, right? That's right. And you're right. The talent level has just, it, it's really has yeah. risen here in the last couple of years. It's, it's, it's fun. It's fun to coach good players. Yeah. And, and that's got to help with recruiting so much. I think oh, that's yeah. been the biggest difference of, you know, right. being here the last few years of seeing, wow, there's a lot more co like competition going on in practice for these jobs. Hey, when you have good seasons, that mm -hmm. helps you and you get to recognize them when you have great players. Somebody like Malik. I mean, people know where Liberty is and what they're doing now. So it's, there's, it's not that you can slip up on many yeah. people. Are there. you, remind me, are you field guy or booth guy? I'm on, I'm in the booth. Okay, you're in the yeah. booth. Has that I'm always been that way? For, out of almost my whole career, I think I've only spent three seasons on the sidelines. So okay. I'd much rather be up top. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's just right down from us. So, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll meet you. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes yeah. I got good yeah. food yeah. up there. Yeah, we'll meet you at the dessert <laughs> cart. That's all I was going to say. Half time dessert as well. We'll meet you at the dessert cart. Yeah, that's right. Appreciate I'll, I'll help you with the yeah. new lock system. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. so they don't yeah. get it. All right, Coach Curtis, thanks so much. Thank Excited you. for this season. We'll definitely catch up with you throughout the year. Thank you. Pretty sure my invite to this Cajun dinner yeah. was lost in the mail. Yeah, we need to make sure um, we're included in that. That sounded like I thought he would go with the traditional like yeah, that's what I thought gumbo, so. yeah. you know, red, and he goes shrimp etouffee. Yeah. I was like, oh really? Oh, oh really? Yeah. Thank okay. you very much. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. I don't even know what that. I can't, I don't even. I can't even say that, and just, I have no idea what it just is. Show up. It's but good. I think you just got to show up. Yeah, it sounds but great. Yeah. I I'll, I'll just make sure that I'm signing up for a night that his wife is not cooking. <laughs> How about that? Oh, why does Whoa, this? Whoa! I was like, yeah, well, she's not watching the podcast. No, yeah, come on. So yeah. so pumped that yeah. Coach Curtis is is here at Liberty. You know, he did such a great job last season. Well deserved with that position um, that he's sharing with Coach Aldridge. But I do love. You know, their age difference, their differences, like all around and their coaching styles of having them as the co-defensive coordinators for this team. I think it's going to really, really pay off. Yeah, I, th I think a big part of it is in-game situations where, you you know, Coach Aldridge is, you know, making calls and whatnot. And you he, he will see the scripted stuff very mm -hmm. well. Like, hey, here's what we plan for. Here's what we expect. And and they'll do a lot. A lot of teams will do that. But where Coach Curtis will bring a ton of wisdom into, into the mix uh, defensively is he'll understand all that. But when teams go off script a little bit and yeah. they start doing things differently, different to be in to those two community again and be able to use coach Curtis's wisdom throughout his years of experience I think will really help with halftime adjustments in-game adjustments and that so I think it's got an opportunity to be a really good combination between two of them well and he said it like he goes you can't have huge egos if you're gonna do this right yeah. and be co-defensive coordinators and remember he was a longtime DC that wasn't a coordinator last mm -hmm. year he worked under yeah. a younger guy mm -hmm. in Scott Simons, Scott Simons and that tells you a little bit about the, the lack of ego maybe there, the, the humility that he possesses as a coach. And so you saw that a year ago of him say, okay, that's fine. This is your defense. I'm going to do everything I can to support you. And so you love seeing that. And now he gets promoted into this role. And staying with that same level of humility, I think he and Aldridge are yeah. going to be fantastic together. Who are you guys most excited to watch on this defense this season? For me, it's probably well, two guys, but like See, I'm trying to get the right, fans. Right. She's trying to get the scouting for you. a kid I got to know some just around campus, Dennis Osagade, grad transfer from Stephen F. Austin. Prior to that, he played at UMass, actually played against Liberty while he was there. Great kid, interior defensive lineman that I think is gonna really provide uh again, depth there. He's listed as the starter going in, but a good push in the middle of that line. And then Mike Smith Jr., the linebacker, yeah. the Juco transfer, people are raving about him. So I think he's going to be a real playmaker for this team. Yeah, I, I think it, uh, Kendy Charles on the inside, yeah. I think, is a, is a big body. I think that defensive front four is going to be really good because yeah. when you start, you know, as, as, as Coach Curse alluded to, the Sings, and then also you've got Trayshawn Clark, yeah. and then you got Darrell Johnson on the other side. Who I think he's got a little something to prove this year. Yeah. I think he's a guy yeah. that's going to be very motivated yeah. to do what he we saw him do two years ago. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think yeah. he could. It's amazing. When you get better on the interior, when you're better on the interior and you're able to get that push up front, how much that that's going to help those defensive mm -hmm. defense ends out. And then a Mike Smith at middle linebacker yeah. position, how much that's going to open things up for him. Because when you got to get gimmicky, I think the one thing you'll see from Liberty this year is they're going to be multiple. They're yeah. gonna, they got Javon Scruggs they talked about in the back, being able to arrange everything and make sure everybody knows they're in the right spots. But what you're going to see from them is by the increase in talent that you're going to have to be less gimmicky on defense. Mm -hmm. You can just let your guys get the push, let the ends rush the quarterback, and then free those middle linebackers up to be able to make plays. And then with the experience in the secondary, I think there's a great opportunity to do things, but do things, keep it really fundamental, and just give yeah. a lot of different looks, but yet at the same time keep it very fundamental. They're going to be really good. And another thing about Darrell Johnson, he was injured a little bit last season, so right. Akil Washington was getting that yeah. playing time at the end. Yeah. And now he's switched over to linebacker yeah. so it I mean it's just 
it's just amazing that there's not enough, you know, player or there's not enough positions on the field for like they got to move these guys around because they want to get them yeah. the playing and, time and the best players on the field. Yeah, no doubt. Time. Everybody will play. Once again, this yeah. goes back to the schedule. It's like you, you with the depth of the schedule, you're going to have to have depth at, at each position. I think they're starting to be able to gain that, and they're going to have to have a lot of the a lot of this guys who think they're second teamers. They're going to get a lot of reps. Yeah. And, and which is great because then what it does, that guy plays well. Well, the first stringer now wakes up on, on Sunday morning. He's like, man, I need to step my game. Competition, yeah. you know, ask Nick Saban about that. You know, yeah. competition breeds uh, more competition and, and, and better players. So text yeah. Saban or call him. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll, I'll call him after okay. yeah. um, Predictions before we start the Flames fantasy draft for game what do you one. Mean? Season oh, game predictions one? or game Our one? Se- Ooh, do we, we do go both? season? Yeah. Listen, there is. These, these first, first couple of games are, are obviously very important. Yeah. But if you're able to get, th- you know, two and zero heading into Wake Forest, obviously they, you know, good program, but they quarterback yeah. issues there. Suddenly that game feels a little bit more up for grabs. Things can get really interesting. Mm-hmm. You take care of these first two, and they're no pushover. Hugh Freeze says he thinks Southern Miss is the most one of the most improved teams in the country with yeah. all the additions they've had. UAB is a good program, but. If you're able to start 2-0, suddenly there's a whole lot out there. But, again, yeah. the first half of this schedule, you better make your money here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because things get a yeah, whole no lot doubt. tougher in the back end, so you need to win these games that you're, you know, favored to win. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. This Southern Miss, I looked at it today. You know, Liberty's 3.5-point favorite. Yeah, yeah. You know, coming three and a point, that's not a lot. No. You know, and, and we looked at, you know, the game from last year. Where you know Liberty handled a couple them. years, yeah, a couple years, a couple back two now. years yeah, ago. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. two yeah. years ago, oh. where they where they they handled them. Um, you know, so it's it's interesting. Three and a half point favorite. That's that's yeah. that could be a tight ball game. But like you said, I think it's I think it's you know critical to get off to a good early start. Yeah. If you get off to a good early start, now you build some momentum and you got an opportunity. If it if it goes sideways early, so I have the coaching staff, the players, yeah. I mean, yeah. fans, everybody. It's it's a little yeah. bit nervous. It's gonna be interesting to see how this first one plays out. Selfishly, for broadcasters, we were talking about, like, we're a little happy that they're going to be on the road for that Love first it. game so we can kind of learn it. the team and get, get... Oh, you just get a little sneak peek. Yeah, of, you know? of what yeah. to expect. Because yeah. the last... I mean, since I've been here, we have always had that first game as yeah. a home game, yeah. and I'm like, you know, on LCA's field. I'm <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I've been putting it off long enough, and it is time for the third annual Flames Fantasy Draft. I have no. I didn't know we were doing this today. <laughs> this is what there they may do. have been some miscommunication along the way. <laughs> See, this is what. First, they yeah. take our podcast studio. Second, our studio's Matt, gone. Matt just drops these bombs on me, yeah. like, "Hey, we're doing the Flames Fantasy Draft because this is what insecure." Gotta go think on your feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Matt and I've been yeah. preparing behind we, the yeah, scenes. Yeah, we've been yeah. texting back now. and forth and prepping it's all our draft set boards. Up against yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Well, I get. Okay, and they've also pitched like the new rules for this season of like, they, okay, they Joe. The same. Wh- there's no like draft lottery or anything for losers well, to get picked first. It's like. Whoever won last year gets the first overall pick. No, that's pick. not that it. That makes no sense. That's not it. No, I won last year yeah, in convincing last. fashion. <laughs> I finished. Joe last. finished dead last. He'll pick first. Yeah. He'll pick second. Check, please. I'll pick yeah. third. Rhett McGibbon got kicked out of our league for <laughs> just lack of interest. So it's just the three of us this year. Intolerable conduct. Yeah, right. Yeah, that. yeah. It was the, the uh, personal conduct policy. I need okay. Rhett. Yeah. Rhett, saw, you know, yeah. Rhett was like yeah. the nice one. You so I'm the second overall? Your second pick. Yeah, so Joe, you have the first pick. Do you so, want to make your first pick? Yeah, I'll go ahead. And okay, make who are you pick. making? You know, with the first pick yeah. in the 2022 Flames Fantasy Draft, <laughs> Joe Yock from Forest, Virginia selects Demario Douglas. Okay. 
Okay, well, you just took her choice, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. Um, em, where are you going? I just wanted a flashback. I don't know if we can insert this into production. I knew, I know what she's To show, say. what was it, two years ago? Two years when ago. I picked Demario Douglas for my first overall pick, I was laughed at. Mocked. I, yeah. I was mocked. I was bullied for an entire season. She still doesn't understand value and, and play. At, at the the that point, it, yeah. It, yeah, it was. To make your pick, yeah. Emily. Let's go. Emily Austin from Tampa, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> with the second overall pick, Day Day Hunter. I figured you would yep. go with Day Day. Go with Day Day. Uh, Come on, Day Day. You know, Day Day. Where I'll go, I'll go with the guy that really helped carry my team last year and is probably my favorite player on this entire roster to watch. See, that's when that's where you mess up. Yeah. If you're no, missing, I love my heart. Like, I love yeah. my heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shadro Lewis. Yeah, I love yeah. me some Shadro. <laughs> and, and I will. I will die on this hill that he is the most electric offensive player in this team, and they have to find a way to get the ball in his hands. That was, that was my pick. That's yeah, it. you saw it. All right, so, Syracuse yeah. game. Uh, Joe, we'll go back we'll to go you. Go back yeah, to Yeah, we, we won't do the snake draft. Yeah, we're not we'll, snake yeah, drafting yeah. this thing. All right, I'm going to go. I'm, yeah, I'm going to hold off for my third pick. Okay. I gotta, I gotta, you got a sleeper? You know I always come with a sleeper. I know you do. I always right. come with a sleeper. It hasn't panned Deep. out, yeah. it hasn't Deep panned out so well yeah. before. And but, time yeah. is up. All right, I'm going to go with the pipe down over there. Here we go. I'm going to go with a comeback player. Okay. Okay. He was out last year, but he's back this year. I think he's going to have a great season because we looked at what he did a couple of years ago. Yeah. CJ Yarborough. That's good. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. I like I like that. M? Can I have the game notes, please? Yeah. yeah. M's in. I just, dig into, it's yeah. really, really important for me to do this right. Yeah. I am going to go with Caleb Coleman. Whoa. Okay. He's going to have a big year. We've seen, we talked about it earlier in the podcast. We've seen the some of these plays that he's made in practice. This guy, Charlie Brewer and him have a special connection. All right, I'm going to go with uh, Caleb Sneed. So, you dirty ooh, dog. Was that your guy? guy? That, so we go back to I'm back Caleb. No, oh, no. Like, oh, yeah. such a no, sleeper. Sorry about that. That's not a sleeper. Come on. He was going to use it. Your sleepers are usually like Your sleepers are usually like special teams I mean, I guys. guys like, like, I was like that guy's uh, <laughs> basketball coach back in his That was. Did you see? Give me Snead. We were at practice a couple weeks ago to stand there. All of a sudden, Snead just comes by. Hey, what's up, Coach Yock? Yeah. And now you pick him on. What? Not many things seem more terrifying than Having Joe Yog as your coach. Oh, no, coach it's entertaining. Up, yeah. It's entertaining. Yeah. At least it's that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how much you get coached, but yeah. Yeah. that might have sound been, like that, you're being I, I don't know if I, I hope I don't remember. All right. With a third pick, yeah. I'm going to have to go with we a lot of receivers being taken. I mean, you took, I'm going to take TJ Green. That's good. Good. Okay. I'm going to take TJ Green. Three running backs off the board. Yep. I am going to the other side of the ball. Okay. Yeah. Good call. Darrell Johnson. Oh, oh, okay. I got it. I know he Bounce has. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I'm going with Mike Smith next. Jr., uh, linebacker. Yeah, yeah. All right, coming back to me, and this is yep. getting easy. I'm going to go with the general, Juan Scruggs. That's yeah, good. We're we're picking fast and furious now. I know, furious I know, I know. I know. Uh, we can't do quarterbacks, right? That's no. correct. <laughs> yes, we made that. That was rule one. Yeah, yeah. No quarterback. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Gosh, I need more time. You got, you got three running all three running backs and base them at ten. I know. Yeah. You got to go with the go on defensive side of the ball. How many how many three and two, right? Three offensive, two yeah. defensive so players. Okay. That's the rule. Okay. Five players total. Um, yeah, we should have probably set the stage a little bit on those rules, but yeah. Um let's just go with Dang. Boy. Oh, you're talking about me I taking yeah, time. I know. All right, I'll do Trayshawn Clark. Okay, so going back to defensive yeah, side. Okay. Right. Uh, I'm really relying on my defense this year. You are. I think I always do, though. 
I'm going to go with actually the guy who on the depth charts backing up Mike Smith Jr. I'm going to go with Ahmad Walker. I really, nice. I really like I've Ahmad Walker. I'm, I'm a big, big fan of the young linebacker. Okay, Joe, final So pick. this is my final pick. You have to go on the defensive side. You got to go on the def defense side of the ball. And with my yeah. final pick. Akil Washington. You should do yes, it. it. I'm, I'm thinking yeah, about. You didn't. I know. You get, you get how many, how many, points, how many points you get for a pick? Reese is electric, it's man. Three or four, I think. No, it's six points. Six? I don't know. I have the whole, I have the, the list. Yeah. No one knows. Like, they'll probably yeah. decide. Like I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to go with my last pick overall. I'm gonna go Steven Sings. Sings, because because yeah, Coach. Coach Cactus Jack Curtis. Said yeah, he's, he's gonna have a break out here. I'm yeah. Take it. yeah, yeah. M. Okay. I have to go offense. I have to go offense yeah. here. You already got tomorrow. He did. He did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did not last. <laughs> yeah. Um. Shocking. <laughs> I will go. Do I go? I mean, I mean, or do I go tight end? Jerome Jackson. Don't forget about Noah Frith. That's yeah. Don't That's forget true. about he's... Noah Frith, Emily. Listed as a starter. List is he listed? I'm yes. going. I'll do Jerome Jackson. Jerome Jackson. Mm -hmm. Good, because I'm gonna go with uh, Javion Lofton. Wow. I said Lofton. Staying healthy this year. Wow. Staying He's, healthy this I'm year. I'm excited to see what he does too. And there you go. So there's our teams. Joe with uh, Demario, C.J. Yarbrough, T.J. Green, Scruggs, Sinks. That's a solid. That's a solid, that's solid, line. That's a solid line. Emily Day Day, Caleb Coleman, Drell Johnson, Treshawn Clark, Jerome Jackson. I got Shedro, Caleb Sneed, Mike Smith Jr., Mod Walker. I can't believe you took Sneed on me. I, yeah. Can we have our sixth guy just in case we need to do like an injury swap out? Do you want to do a sixth? We're just making this Should up as we, we go. Should we do? I'm making this up, but think about it. I think the last year. Yeah, you get injuries. Yeah, go six. You got to have an injury guy. But do you. Do you do defense or off? Well, that's like, the question. Yeah, so that's, you want to be 6A, 6B. Oh, you take, you take like, whoever you want. You take <laughs> offense, you take D. Pick who yeah. you want. Pick who you want. Pick who you want. Who do you want? Akil. I just am like Akeel? really, really. Okay. Joe, we just, she just went out of order. I think I'm regretting. Well, no, she went out of order. I mean, I just feel like I'm going to regret not taking Akil. Okay, I'm going to, if that's the case. Oh, jeez, we really So do roll. we all have yeah. to go defense? We roll through the No, no have you to don't be. have to. I'm gonna, my, that's my, my time for me to take Austin Mock. No, no yeah. <laughs> We're going to do Love this again. America's favorite line. <laughs> America's favorite line. I, I talked to Austin Mock. He yeah. said he's snapping his best, best he's ever snapped it, which is which is big. Um, I'm going to go with um, Chris Meganson. Meganson. Okay. 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 And I'm going to go with... You know what? I'm gonna go with Noah Frith. He's my uh, he's my backup to if Javen Lofton has injury concerns. Okay. So there you go. All cool. right, cool. That's it. Well, I'm. You, you follow it's fantasy. The, it's it's fantasy, football. It's, it's football. flames fantasy football draft 2022. It always gets me so worked up. I just can't imagine and, being a GM. And we'll track it hard to believe. on we'll the TV it. show. We'll we'll put out the numbers every week, and typically you know how it ends up. So yeah. I'll enjoy oh seeing this. Uh, year three. We're trying to keep the dynasty yeah. rolling. Yeah. Ran a little long because this was our first show yeah. back. First year Not to get right. to. Um, we will be doing this weekly. Do we have a one bold prediction for the game? Um, oh yeah. Do that? Don't Let's do that. But before. For, while yeah. you guys think yeah. of your bold predictions, just want to remind you, this is a podcast for, from our show, Flame yeah. Central. We have some awesome features coming out this season to look forward to. Quentin Reese, Akil Washington, Coach, Harris, Coach Maurice Harris, CJ Yarbrough. We have some out of the office, some very unique talents out of the office on this football I, team. I won't give it away, but yeah. Kendi Charles might have the most unique hobby that you would never suspect. Really? And he's yeah. very, very good at it. So yeah. that's an out of the just office to look tease. forward to. Um, 
There's a lot. We have some some on the strength staff. Yeah, we're going to see one guy that wasn't taken here that maybe we should rethink. Quinn Reese. Christian Zachary. Oh, Christian Zachary. The Rev. The Rev. Let me tell oh, you. We forgot about the you're Rev. Gonna get, Rev. You're going to get to know the Rev a little bit more here starting this week, yes. I believe. It is Rev, a new, watch, this sh watch this podcast. Yeah. It's, it's a new segment, Fireside. With the Rev. Oh, you're gonna like this. It's you're really gonna like this. It's Fireside. Kind of, it's kind really of like a like um. Oh my gosh, I just. He's a motivational speaker. In some yeah, ways. but he. It's kind of like in a setting with the, the guy with the sweater. Mantle. Yeah. A guy with a sweater. The, Who? Small. Rogers, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. It's like a Mr. Rogers feel, I you're but about like Stuart with a. Smalley. No, I know you, <laughs> you like your Stuart Smalley. Um, you know why? Because yes. you're smart yeah. enough, you're good enough, and by golly, people like you. I knew it all along. She needed that. <laughs> yeah. See, it's early in the season. Yeah. They're just trying to build me up yeah. because it's going to. We're going to tear you down later. I yeah. fall yeah. fast. Yeah. I feel bad for you. Uh, okay. Okay, bold predictions? <laughs> yeah. All right, bold predictions is I say that um, C.J. Yarborough in his okay. first game back goes over 100 yards. Okay. I'm going to say uh, the Flames defense forces four turnovers. Ooh, That's that a lot is of bold. turnovers. Yeah. That is bold. I am going to go Day-Day Hunter scores two touchdowns. Nice. Okay. All right, there you go. Two. I don't know how bold that is. Yeah, three. That's, that's kind of weak. Go three. Go three. bold. Yeah, three's okay. bold. Okay. Okay. There you go. Sure. Start one to know, huh? It's the Flames podcast. It's the Flames podcast. <laughs> Flames Center <laughs> podcast. Flames Center podcast. Thanks so much for yeah. joining. We'll see you right back here next week. <laughs>